Hi, I'm Shannon. And I'm Perry. And this is our podcast, P.S. We, we have, have orders. orders. Hi, Perry. How are you? Hi, Shannon. I am well. How are you doing today? Good. Still waking up. Um, drinking my first cup of coffee. So oh. how's your day going? Good. I definitely could have worked a lot longer than I did today, but I made the decision to put my mental health first and just walk away when 401 rolled around. So <laughs> that's been my I day. I fully get that. Yeah. I really, really get that because I'm actually on day two of my time I decided to take off. That's good. I, I found that the time frame I need to start, like I needed to give myself a couple days off is when I get the, get to the point in my job where everything annoys me mm-hmm. when stuff that shouldn't annoy me anymore. Yes. And that's when I was like, I think it's time for me to take a couple days. So I decided to follow the same suit of mental health. Mm-hmm. Took a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and obviously we have Sundays off too. So yeah. I gave myself a four day. Oh yeah, we have a three day weekend two, coming up. I forgot about Memorial Day. You do. I do. I, work that I do. Will does. I work that Saturday. Retail don't yeah. sleep on holidays. <laughs> like, we don't. We don't get holidays off. That's true. I mean, and then we do where we work. We get all federal. Oh, that is nice, though. Yeah. Oh, it's and then this nice. weekend, this upcoming weekend, which I guess will have happened. So a few days ago, as of the day that this came out, um, Will's birthday shenanigan is going on. And there's this place in the city here that Sean would love it. It has, like, this huge um, tabletop game library. What? You can, like, rent out a private room and stuff. And so we're going to do that. And they have, like, a bakery there, too. So you can order a cake. So I ordered a cake with very light frosting. And, yeah. So we're going to do that on Sunday. And I'm excited. Oh my god, I will not lie. That just got me so excited. I'm like, I, my god, I miss stuff like that. Like that. You, me, uh, the boys, and Marvin would, like, die there. We die. would love it. Yeah. 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 Oh my god, yeah. I mean, I've already talked about when we go back stateside, I really want to check out those, ro- those like, rage rooms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of those? Yeah, we just break stuff. <laughs> yes. Like, Sean thought I was crazy when I was talking about it. I'm like, no, I literally want to go... I will pay money to go smash an old TV. And he's like, really? And I'm like, yes, you don't want to go smash stuff and not worry about the consequences slash uh, cleaning it up? Yeah. That's how I feel. That's the biggest part. Like, I want to pay money just to make a mess and have somebody clean up after me for once in my life, you know? <laughs> that sounds like the most just that housewife part. speaking, though. Yeah. Because we're always so used to, like, great, I just dropped a glass of wine. And now I have to clean it up before it stains the floor or the counter. Right, and you can't enjoy it. Anytime you spill something, it's just, like, worse because you know you're going to be the one that has to clean up. Yeah. And you know if you wait, it's just going to be worse and you're going to have to try harder later. So Yes, and then that's when the magic erasers have to be broken out or the 401, uh, what is it? I'm trying to think of that one cleaner. Um, 409? Any of the cleaners that people use, I guess. yeah. Well, actually, speaking of housekeeping, since we're literally talking about housekeeping, I did want to mention that since our last episode, I have just been keeping an eye on all these, like, PCSing pages and stuff, and as of, I think, this week, um, the Navy Marine Corps Relief Society is now offering pet assistance for PCSs. Um, They're offering an interest-free loan of up to $5,500 $5,500 to help cover the cost of up to two pets with when the, um, the military flights aren't available. So if you can't get a rotator, they can help you ship it. Yeah. Um, now, what I thought was funny is I read this whole article about 
this new initiative and the loans. And I hadn't gotten to the part of what it was yet. And it was just like, oh, and we believe in helping people and families stay together and for children or children. And, da -da. and then it was like, here's an interest-free loan so you don't have to go into debt. Like, it, it's still I just mean, a loan. It's not a grant. Like, you still have to pay it back at the end of the day. It's so like, thank you. That's good. But it could be I mean, better. it's nice because it's interest-free, though. So at yeah. least, like you have so much time to pay it back without worrying about that loan that was originally 5000 right. becomes 10000 Right, which is Because it awesome. takes you so long to pay off. But they literally said, here's a loan so you don't have to go into debt. And I'm like, that's literally the definition of, a, of like, obtaining debt is taking I, out loans. Perry, Perry, yes. I think that's your finance speaking. I mean, maybe. Okay. All right, maybe it is. No I'm just shade, saying. but I, I, a loan no is shade. I think that's just your finance and you speaking right now. Okay, because well. like I think that's really good because there's a lot of a lot of the times I will see on a lot of the pages going, "Oh my god, we didn't plan. Oh my god, what do we mm -hmm. do? We didn't realize how much it was going to cost." And like it is true, like we discussed last yeah. episode, the cost for shipping an animal is unbelievably high. And but I guess um, I guess we uh, digress and we'll actually start talking about our topic today. Yeah. So I guess this kind of is going to roll into what we've been previously talking about, which is like PCSing and so forth. Now we're actually going to talk about housing, which is, I guess, like, I don't want to say a three-parter, but it's just kind of like, it's just following itself really well. Right. I don't think we even planned this. No, we didn't really plan this. I mean, this is something that we had wanted, had wanted to talk about for a while and, you know, basically today's topic is going to be whether you should live on base and we're going to be talking about the pros and cons of living on base um that all being said I've never lived on base and I never plan to ever um that's just who I am as a person even when we were stationed down in Mississippi in the ghetto we still had a ghetto apartment <laughs> off base and it was very sketchy and it was a terrible landlord and you know it wasn't great but I still didn't even try to look for base housing there but mostly because I knew it was going to be a temporary thing but you know like I don't have kids so, like I don't crave like that close like tight-knit community like I, I don't really talk to my neighbors here you know it's very much like kind of stick to myself kind of a person so and then, like, also the location at this base, the base is 15 minutes in the wrong direction of where I work. So it's, like, a 15-minute commute for Will one way, and then it's 30 minutes for me the other way. So, like, we're more in the middle. So just for those reasons alone, like, I've never lived on base, and I never plan on it. Um, but I know, Shannon, you've lived on base at more bases than you've lived off, right? Okay, so how it has worked for us is that we've, our very first base, we moved on base, which was, I believe, technically, it was considered, like, it was te it was on base housing, but it was technically off the base across, it was, like, basically across the street from the base. Okay, kind of like but in was, Germany at the, still... at the big bases there. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, very similar. But the only thing is, there was no, there was no gate guard. Okay. So, technically, civilians could come and go as they wanted to, but literally, the road that we lived on was, like, one of the main roads for the housing of that area. So we always had MPs literally sitting on our road, speed tra speed speed tracking, and or I should say speed checking, checking, speed checking, and yeah, speed checking, yeah. and also making sure people are stopping at the stop sign because that's really important. And our very first place that we lived in was a three bedroom, two and a half bath. Kitchen was 
tiny as all get out. Mm -hmm. That's probably my only gripe with that house is that I hated our kitchen. Funny story about that, actually. (laughs) (laughs) To to show how professional I am. Um, It was funny. Sean was playing um, Magic the Gathering, which is a card game, at the kitchen table with one of the guys he works with. And technically, he was higher ranked than Sean at the time. And they're playing cards. And I looked at the time and I go, oh, my God, it's really like six something. I got to make dinner. So I said to his friend, like, hey, man, um, we're going to do breakfast for dinner. Do you want me to include you in? Because you're here. I'm not going to kick you out of the house when we start cooking. That's just rude. I'll cook for you, too, because right. right. that's just who I am. And him being the gentleman and the sweetheart that he is, he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, he immediately got up. He's like, oh, let me help you. And I looked at him like, you want to know how you can help me? Get the F out of my kitchen. Remind <laughs> you, I did not censor that part. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so funny because the look on my husband's face, his eyes got big and just looked at me like, oh, my God. <laughs> like how he looks at you every day. <laughs> yes. Every day. Every time I open my mouth, he just I'm pretty sure he just looks at me and goes, <laughs> oh, how am I gonna get out of this or what do I have to need to explain later you know yeah, yeah. oh my gosh but, okay um, so tiny kitchen lived, didn't love it yeah did not love it yeah um and then our second place which is Germany we lived off base and we loved where we lived mm-hmm. absolutely loved it. it was peaceful it was quiet we were we had our landlords landlords below us and we lived above them um which we're actually we're gonna get more into the bills later about that situation because yeah. I could go into that how it was really nice for us, the way we lived. I know for here in Japan, things are a little bit different than they've been in the past for us. Pretty much you get here, you go in TLF, and then from there you wait to hear back from housing. It could be different because of COVID times. Um, We were told you are going to be on base. Mm -hmm. No questions if you want to be on or off. You were told you're going to be on base. And then they said, hey, we have two options for you. That's it. You need to pick A or B and that's it. If you want to fight us for a third it could not always be in your favor. So a lot of times you're encouraged to pick one of the two you're offered. Yeah. This could be wrong. Anyone here who's listening that's in my area, because we do have a few listeners from the area in Japan that listen, if you had a different experience, please write in and let us know. But I kind of felt like the options we were given, even though my husband has been in in a hot minute now, is probably the smallest place we've lived yet. Mm -hmm. We have a two-bedroom, one-bathroom. Big difference from our very first place when he was a fresh airman. Right, right. And I won't lie, I don't love it here. I don't love my house. And I've joked with my husband, if he wants to extend here, I'm like, we're moving off base. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to, I, I don't want to be where we are because we, I feel like we just don't have enough space. And yeah. I just, I don't know, like I could, I could probably rant for about the next 25 minutes Wait, about I how mean, much I really don't vibe You only here. had one bathroom in Germany though. But our rooms were much bigger. I mean, you've been yeah. here, so you know. Yeah. We had a lot more, lot more size lot more to our footage. last place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I you mean, our living room, room kitchen was huge. Right. Yeah, the living room kitchen was huge. You had three bedrooms opposed to where you yeah. are now. You only have the two, so you're losing all of that space. So, yeah, I could definitely see that. I think the only nice thing about here compared to Germany is that we actually have closets. Because in Europe, or at least in Germany, we didn't have closets. And we were given, what, armoires? Yeah, armoires. Yeah. Armoires. But yeah. Armoires. Yeah, I, think I just probably... had tiny bedrooms that I would yeah. convert into closets. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of, it's, I mean, I guess it's the joys of the military. So you kind of get put into all these different places and you're pretty much told, hey, dude, figure it out. Right. Yeah. I know because so. when we lived in Mississippi, 
I converted my second, because it was temporary, and we knew that, so I went from a big house to that tiny apartment, and then my second bedroom was literally just boxes I never unpacked. Like, when the pack, yeah. the movers came and packed me up stuff, I was very specific about, like, okay, anything in this room I don't need, so I just marked it with a different color tape, and then yeah. I just literally never opened it between moves, so, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot, I've been actually seeing a lot of really good points of how to get yourself packed up so you know what room it's going to go into. Right. I actually just recently saw this post, so I apologize, this is kind of could have gone for the last episode, but I just saw it yesterday, mm-hmm. where people are taking, like, dots, like what you'd use for tag sales uh-huh. or um, whatever you call them. Yeah. I know region to region it's called different things, or, or yard sale. Um, they put dots on the boxes, and then they have a sheet on their own saying, pink mm-hmm. means bathroom, and, gotcha. you know, yellow means yeah, master bedroom. Yeah, like key code, yeah. Yeah, like so that. it helps even the movers for the, when, you, I should say, the unpackers. Yeah, yeah. The other movers, what the the arrive the arrival the the arriving. I don't know the movers? people that unpack your stuff. Yeah. Well, no. Okay, when you tell them, hey, if you see anything with a pink sticker, put it by the bathroom. If you see anything mm-hmm. with a green sticker, put it by the kitchen. And I'm sorry, I think that is some serious, brilliant stuff. Um. So to specifically talk about the pros of living on base, what would you say is like your biggest pros? My biggest pros for living on base personally is definitely mm-hmm. the bills are di- are completely different because with, with living on base, you don't see the BAH hit your account. And normally, basically, it's it's just it goes straight to housing and you're done. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about your utilities. You don't have to worry about if because I know depending on what state you live in or what country you live in, you've got to pay for trash, too. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to worry about trash, mm-hmm. like a trash fee or a organization fee or whatever it may be. So it's a lot more streamlined. I know where we live, it's hot, especially come the summers, it's just miserable. Right. So with us living on base right now is I can crank my AC and not worry about my electric bill being eight, $900 next month, mm-hmm. which is crazy because a lot of people here where we live um, have actually said like their first summer here, they go, oh God, I didn't know. And I have a $600 electric bill due. Oof. Yeah. Obviously, your utilities is not going to cover yeah. that. Yeah. So. That's rough. Yeah. Uh, so and I. I guess security. A little bit of security, too. Because if you're on base, you generally speaking, if you're on base, you have gate guards. And then also, suppose you know, you'll have MPs kind of drive around make sure no one's, like, you know, trying to burn down other buildings, I guess. But I guess security and probably pricing. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, I've never lived on base, so what I did is I went to the masses, and I put this out there on my favorite military spouse page, Mill Spouse Without Kids. So, this is going to be skewed, because this is just people that don't have kids. Um, I figure they're probably more likely to have a similar experience as I would if I lived on base. So, I'm just going to read out, I think I had between, like, 30 to 40 answers about maybe I'd say it's, about, a, it's a good poll yeah I had about 30 people respond so that's awesome so thank you all from that page I appreciate your time okay so the biggest pros that everyone said is that utilities are included you can always run your AC um, you can run your electricity as much as you want lawn care is included pest control is included um I yes I'm gonna touch on yeah, that yeah Lawn care depend. I guess it might depend because they'll cover like the main areas, mm-hmm. but your particular lawn itself you must maintain. And the I don't want to say the con to that is that if you don't maintain your lawn to housing's um 
regulations. You'll receive this beautiful pink slip on your door giving you a warning saying, yo, dude, cut your lawn. Yeah. Well, I have an HOA that I'm part of, and I will also get, like, a pink slip if I don't mow my lawn. So yeah. there's that, too. So I think it's common on and yeah. off. But, I mean, for the most part, there was, like, three other people that said the money's much better, um, especially in locations, like, yeah. in California, where getting any kind of decent housing off base can be astronomical. So, like, living on base is really yes. the only option. Um, and then I one person say that, you know, as an E1 and E2, there's no way they could afford that quality of housing. And then there was one person that I was very offended that said that everybody under E5 should be forced to live on base. To which I was like, excuse you, know. you? No. Like, no, 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 no. No. Mm-mm. Don't do that. Don't just make the poor people live on base so all the rich people can go off base. That's not how that works. But anyways. Um, okay. <laughs> so all the, so money, I, I categorize all those things under money being a good, a pro of living on base. Uh, the next one is community. It is a big pro. Yeah. So the next one's community. Um, so you're surrounded by those that get you in your lifestyle. Um, you always get the juicy gossip because the walls are paper thin. One person specifically said it's like living in the soap opera and she just sits outside and like drinks her coffee or smokes her cigarettes or whatever and just, you know, oh, you can always tell yeah. who's stepping out on who through deployments. And I was like, this is not really like a good thing, but I guess if you're into that, it's like your own like TLC network. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a lot cheaper than having a subscription, I, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I mean, I do my best to completely avoid anything. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, the last big pro for living on base uh, is good location. A lot of people really value how close they are to the BX and commissary. One person pointed out that she doesn't drive. So, the, ba- the ability for her to ride her bike... Um, I think she said to work. I think she worked on base too. Was really good. Like her boothang was always home for lunch and stuff like that. And just being able to sleep in a little bit later, you know, not having to wake up. And then one person pointed out that they live in a really busy area. I think it was in California. And they said that the traffic outside of base is absolutely insane. Yes. Yes. I've heard, um... I think it's the base that I'm trying to think which one I know because there's many in California, but there's one or two in particular that they say the traffic is outrageous. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like your commute should only be 15 and it's all reality an hour or two, depending on traffic. Right. So if you can live and work on base and do everything on base, then you're just like, boom, you're right there. You don't even have to get into any of that. So some people said that. And then, like you mentioned, I had three people say that it's a very safe, secure thing. They like having the gate. Somebody else said that they liked having 24-7 maintenance, which then, like, a lot yes, of people yes. said the maintenance is terrible. So, like, eh. um, My input on that, it was, like, the night before we went on emergency leave. And what happened was we didn't realize our filter for our AC unit needed to be changed we went to go check it because we're like oh we should check it before we leave trying to be smart and proactive and somehow it basically backed up and flooded the whole room and thank goodness we had maintenance because we were able to call the 24-hour number and tell them like hey man we need someone to come check this out we're literally leaving leaving soon we need someone to come check this and they showed up really quick 
because I think the minute we said we had running water or we had flooding, they went, oh, God, we're on our way. Well, I feel like a lot of that's also going to depend on the base, too, though. Um, the last thing I wanted to mention, which I didn't even think about this, but it's definitely true, is living on base, if you get short orders, and, you know, that housing office is really used to you, like, having short orders and PCSing right away and, like, going through all that stuff. So, like, opposed to my landlord when we were in Mississippi living in the ghetto, we never got our security deposit back because he was like, um, you can't break your lease with PCS orders. That doesn't apply to me. No. That's not how that works, that's, Kevin. That's outrageous. His name was Kevin. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, we've been really lucky because like the only time we lived off base was in Germany, and they knew our they knew our dearos, mm-hmm. so it wasn't a shock right. when we when we left. Yeah. Yeah, and then the last thing I just want to briefly touch on, which I don't want to get too far into it, but if you own a home versus living on base. Let's say that rental market outside of your base is not very good, so you choose to buy, and then if you get short orders, like, it's so hard to turn around and sell. So just leaving an on-base house would be much easier. So, okay, Shannon. Yes. What do you not like about living on base? What are your cons? Talk to me about those. Alrighty. So my gripes about living on base, because I've dealt with these firsthand, is, keep in mind, disclaimer, I don't have kids. Where I live, I don't really have too many crazy screaming children outside my house because mm-hmm. everyone in my, or I should say in my particular house, because I live in like a multi-family house situation, which is very common on base, um, where it's like multiple apartments or multiple houses together. And we don't have any kids in this area, so at least it isn't bad. I'll hear them down the street, which is perfectly fine. Just be weary. If you live on base, it's very common for people to have children mm-hmm. and they do this great thing where they let them just play outside which is cool that's very very similar to how we all grew up in like the 90s where right. parents would just let us out right. but kids like to ride their bikes in the middle of the i've road. noticed that just driving through housing yes. i am terrified yes. every time i drive through yes. housing because they like i get it it's the, it's in front of your house that's fine but they're kids and they're not aware of their surroundings and they just bolt out in no. front of you and you're like this is yes. why it's 10 miles per hour here okay <laughs> yes, that's, that's literally why yeah. you need to follow the speed limits in housing because there's a lot of kids that just think because they're safe, right? they could just run out on the road. And a lot of times we'll have kids like just playing in the middle of the road and I'm just like, I come to a dead stop until they can move themselves out of the way. I just beep, um, beep. Another issue is, <laughs> yeah. But I know for me, I've only had a handful of bad experiences with parties because mm-hmm. generally speaking on base, you have these things called quiet hours, mm-hmm. meaning if you are loud after these points, Someone can call the MPs on you or PMO or mm-hmm. depending what branch you are, it depends on what you call them, you know, the cops on base or you go out and complain to them. I've always been someone where I'd rather not get the cops involved. I would rather just go say something in person, which I did. We had someone that was throwing a party across the street from us. Their kids were literally jumping on the trampoline and screaming Jeez. at 1130 at night. Yeah. Literally walked over. The wife came up to me and was like, what's your problem? Kind of like gave me an attitude. And I looked at her and I'm like, Pointed out my watch. I'm like, it's after quiet hour. Don't make me call the MPs. I don't care if you guys playing. I don't care if you guys are throwing a party. But please be respectful to your neighbors. So is it t- they okay. stopped. The minute I said, I will call the MPs if you guys don't quiet yeah. down. They stopped real quick. Quick. The kids came off the trampoline because the trampoline was loud. It was like yeah, that, making uh, the, that uh, god-awful uh, trampoline. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Another funny moment that I have another friend who's dealing with something probably way worse because I was able to just go out and say, hey, man, knock it off, and they fixed it immediately. Mm-hmm. I have a friend of mine on another same same area, different different part of housing, way, way different. 
Uh, but where she is, she actually has a bus stop. Ugh. Basically be- diagonally Ugh. behind her house. Gross. Yes. So a lot of the small children like to scream and chase each other at like 7 o'clock in the morning. Mind you, that's outside of quiet hours. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. So this is where this is where the tricky part comes in because she's she's one of those people when she gets upset she just calls housing and complains to housing. Okay. Sometimes housing will do something, sometimes housing mm-hmm. won't. It kind of really varies. She finally got fed up, went over and tried to talk to them. And if I know her well, she didn't go over happy smiling with her cup of coffee. She went over there <laughs> looking mad, wearing a you know basically fresh out of bed robe. We all know what that yes, looks like. Yes. Pretty much walked up and was like, "Why are you guys so loud?" Well, the mom rebuttaled back saying, they're kids being kids, too. If you don't like it, just move. That's not when, it, That's not always possible when you're overseas, my lady. No, no. And long story short, she contacted housing. She's even put out signs saying, like, please be respectful to your neighbors. That clearly was removed very quickly because no one cared. Yeah. She was told by housing that her active duty member needs to speak to the active duty members themselves and basically say hey, your kids are being really loud at the bus stop. Can they please be a little bit more respectful because there's people that live around there that are trying to sleep still. Okay, but like, okay, that seems like a terrible idea because let's say that your spouse is like the supervisor or whatever. Like, let's say your spouse is an E7 and the kids are like E4 babies. So like, what are you going to do? Pull rank and be like, you're going to get in trouble and written up if your kids don't shut up? Or... What if it's flipped? Yeah. That's even worse. Because if it's flipped, Having like... an E4 complain to E8. Yeah, or an officer's baby. Like, happen. that's never going to happen. Like, I think yes. that getting rank involved seems like the absolute 100% worst worse. thing you could possibly do. Yeah, because she was pretty much told, do not speak to them anymore. You're actually probably going to make this worse if you continue to try to talk to them. So I saw somebody on Facebook saying, like... Oh, you know, there's kids outside my house. They're being insane, but it's like a nice, beautiful Sunday afternoon. So it's driving me crazy, but like, there's nothing I can do about it. They're kids being kids. No. And I was like, you should get one of those one piece bathing suits that looks like a naked, hairy man. You know what I'm talking about? With like the chest hair and yes, the cute hair. So I was like, just put on that with like some rain boots. And then, I don't know, like a jar of pickles and just start running around outside of your house screaming. And the moms won't let your kids come near you anymore. Like, you just have to become a threat. And they won't do it. So that's my advice for your friend. You gotta get that man. You are horrible. No, I think it's fine. Because it's not hurting anybody. So the man, the naked man bikini, pickle jar, rain boots, go outside, scream at the children. Just, ah! Like a crazy or just person. talk to yourself. Just talk, talk to, to yourself. Rock, just talk to yourself rock back really and forth, loudly. You know. Oh, you could read a romance novel out loud, and your moms will not let them come near you anymore. These are just some of my ideas. They're not destroying any property. You don't even have to engage with the moms. You're welcome. This is free advice corner from Perry. You're welcome. Here's your two yes. cents. All right, so let's move. I guess here's what are some of the points that you ended okay. up seeing because I know you did a I did, poll. I did, I did, I did. Okay, so on my poll, the biggest complaints um, by quite a bit is like the state of housing, which I think we all hear horror stories from. Um, you know, it's people saying they had mold, spiders, and roaches. Another person said that, you know, living in a house that was built that long ago with those older housing buildings, that you, their laundry was, like, in a separate, like, outhouse laundry room thing, which was really yeah. weird. It was also haunted. 
And the electrical work was really shoddy. I can tell you right now, Haunted could be on and off basis. Which, by the way, we're going to put this out here right now. If you have any haunted housing on or off base, please. Tell us. Give me all the stories. Because I will not only enjoy them, but we want to share them. So that's, that's my little tidbit right there please you got some good stories give them up yes definitely um okay what else uh mold and mildew a lot of people said they had mold problems black mold there was also like planned frequent um water and power outages that they would do on base which sounds terrifying yeah it it actually happens commonly where we are too great um, one person's yeah. ceiling tiles would just fall out randomly in their house. So, and then like maintenance would come, but not give it a solution. It would be a temporary fix, fix and then it would just happen again. Yeah. Sometimes it's held together with duct tape and mold yeah. them. But I would say on average, it was probably like pests and mold were the biggest complaints. Yeah. And then, I mean, I know there was like an entire article a few years back about like all the horror stories of how bad, you know, the housing is. And then, of course, people were quick to point out that it depends on the base and it depends on who's in charge of housing. Yes, 100%. There's that. Oh, oh, some of these other, some of the other cons are really good. I'm just going to read some of them because I think these are really fun. So, so I guess some of the other cons that you were, you pulled were like neighbor wise. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm enjoying some of these uh, disrespectful Uh neighbors had the MPs called on them. Just remember, if you have the MPs called on you or, or the SF or whoever, however you want to break it out, either way, the cops, there's a reason most likely what you had them called on. There's a good chance that you had a party running way too late and people were mad. Yeah. yeah. Nosy neighbors. Yes, mm-hmm. that is a fact. I would like to think that the person that said that the pro is to get juicy gossip and the person that said it's, it's con is nosy neighbors. I'd like to think that they are neighbors. Probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, there's definitely people that like love to listen in on this stuff and then there's other people like myself who want I, I i trust me i like my good tea i like some good tea but at the same time mm-hmm. i don't need to hear it if it doesn't mm-hmm. really really have to do with my life like there's sometimes i'm just like uh-huh mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then i move on like that's why i probably yeah. have discon- i've really disconnected from a lot of the community here because it's such a small community here would you and- say it's a bunch of karens Maybe. Because somebody on this list that answered said it's like a bunch of Karens. I feel like you have your Karens, and then you also have your crazy moms. You have your crunchy yeah. moms. You yeah. have, I don't know, I feel like it's just, you're taking, I mean, I guess the great, I guess a huge plus and a huge minus to the military community is you're taking people from all forms of backgrounds. Like, you have people like myself and Perry, we're from the Northeast, so we have a different attitude mm-hmm. than someone from sweet old Texas, or people from right. Cali, or you're going to have people from Minnesota who are generally really nice people, and you're literally slapping them together and throwing yeah. them into a community. So, of course, right you're going to have to each people. other. Yeah. So Paper-thin walls. <laughs> exactly. So you're bound to have people completely hate each other, love each other, yeah. and somewhere right. in between. Like, some of my closest friends, I've learned, I slowly surround myself with people that are obviously a lot like myself, loud and annoying. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. or I have people that are just like kind of I try to find people normally or I end up finding people that are very similar in like my age group for sure for sure I had two people one of them said that uh they were being I guess loud which I mean can happen I could say I'm a loud person in general so I could foresee me accidentally being loud 
And then their neighbors sent, like, their big scary friends and they, like, knocked on their door and, like, threatened their safety. I would have, I don't know. Maybe I'm mean because of where I'm from and how I was Mm -hmm. raised. I wouldn't take that laying down. I would have been like, oh, really? What's your name again? And I would have probably taken a picture of them to find out who they are. Yeah. But I'm. Yeah, that could be. I'm nuts. (laughs) I also had a, the note to hang out with Tubbs is, is trying to make a break for it. Oh, go on, buddy. Over there. Thank you. Um, there was another story that they, I'm guessing they had a situation kind of like you now where you're on the second floor mm-hmm. and then those stairs are like right, you know, next to the other person's apartment. Yeah. And they said that they had neighbors that would like call to housing and complained because they used the stairs to get to their apartment. Yeah. I can only imagine how well housing is probably dealing with it. They're probably like, can you leave us alone? Like, how are you supposed to get to your apartment if you're not using the stairs? You're supposed to have repair. You didn't. You didn't get that memo. Oh, I would honestly. I start bringing a ladder and just like shake that bad boy because you know how loud a ladder is. Just shake that bad boy out, you know, no, and then leave it in front of their a rope, door. A rope ladder up and over your ledge. A rope, but like rope use ladder. their walls to propel yourself like up well, the yeah. wall. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you can't use your wall. Your wall's on the second floor. Oh my gosh. I mean, there's creative ways to just kind of mess with your neighbors if you notice they're nasty. I, that's very true. And a lot of people just kind of said, like, young couples are really rude, like screaming kids um, and barking dogs and dogs getting out all the time. Oh, yeah. I'm surrounded by dogs and my neighbor's dogs get out all the time. But, like, I don't think it's really that big of a deal. And then, like, their dogs bark all the time. And, like, Murphy will bark if someone's walking by, but I would never let him bark incessantly. And I think that's just a reflection of bad parenting. <laughs> a lot of these things, though, like nosy neighbors and breaking quiet hours and dogs and stuff like that. I lived in an apartment before I moved in with Will. And, like, we had some not great neighbors. I had my, my downstairs neighbor and my upstairs neighbor. It was three stories. I was in the middle. They were, like, out smoking on their decks, and I don't know what happened. I'm going to go ahead and assume maybe the top neighbor dropped, like, a butt on the downstairs neighbor, and then they decided to just meet in the middle and actually have a fist fight outside of my door. Um, I also had to get the, um, like, the county's police on, like, in my phone because of the amount of domestic violence and child neglect that was going on next door. Jeez. And then I had the best couple, and I loved them so much. I think they're just like a child-free couple that were like super in love with each other, and all they did was smoke weed all day. I never saw them go to work. I never saw them leave. They were just genuinely the sweetest people, and their cat was high all the time. And this and this is obviously off-base. Disclaimer, this is off-base, yes, not on-base. Yes, this, this is, is before this you is even before... were military-affiliated. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that just is to say, like, a lot of these things that people were complaining about living on base is honestly just, like, apartment life that they yeah. were complaining about. Yeah, I, I, and also, I just feel like it's also how you have some, I mean, sometimes there are people that you really will have to involve other parties to get solved, and then there's yes. other times you could just handle it yourself, because I know in the past, I've even seen on, and by the way, this is also really good to know, depending on where you live, just like how we previously talked about, there's facebook groups or the base you're going to there's also mm-hmm. sometimes depending on where you live if you have a lot of smaller housing community within that mm-hmm. location you'll actually find a housing group on your facebook page 
Yeah. And I've, I, that's how I always pay attention if something's going on where I live, mm-hmm. is if I see it on the Facebook page. Because I'll sometimes see it there quicker than I'll see it other places. And I've seen people say, hey, man, like, I, I think someone had, like, they were doing a theater outside, like, using a projector, which is really common because uh-huh. the houses are pretty flat. Yeah. Um, I guess someone sent a complaint. It was, like, 10.15, so, like, 15 minutes after quiet hour. Yeah. And a group of kids were watching a movie outside, so they're being kids. And yeah. apparently someone called the MPs on it. And the funny thing is, I guess, by the time the MPs got there, it was already, like, Yeah, like, they're broken apart. Finished. Yeah, it was already yeah. finished. And they ended up going to the Facebook page basically saying, like, if you have a problem, just come and talk to me instead of calling the MPs because now you just look stupid. Right. You waste their time. Yes. They and have like, other things they as, need to do. As somebody who was really good friends with a lot of security forces or MPs people, like, I would hear the stories of, like, complete Karens calling them for no reason. Yeah. You know, and then you also hear the other horror stories too, but you know, they were, they would get very irritated and they would also remember oh, like, yeah. if that person wasted your time and they know what your car looks like, guess who's getting pulled over when you go 11 and a 10? You oh are. yeah. Like it's <laughs> they're not, listen, it they're E2s, E3s. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. They got nothing to lose. They will pull you over. They will hold a grudge. Just so y'all know. I, I oh just... gosh. You get more flies with honey than vinegar, please. Yes, 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 yes. Don't be a Karen. Um, no one likes a Karen. I, I do want to mention just three more categories that mm-hmm. I didn't even think about. Uh, the first one was a lack of consistency. Like, there is absolutely no consistency, base by base. You might have a great one. You might not have a good one. And that being said is, like, there could be these random rules that overseas bases have yep. that – you didn't have somewhere else, so you could almost be breaking a rule without even knowing because, you know, the last five years you lived at a base where it was totally fine. So there's, like, no consistency. Um, and then also there's not a lot of tenant rights because they can say, like, oh, well, you know, in the state of California, you know, X, Y, Z applies to you, but you're living on base, so you don't have any of those tenant rights. So yeah, they're going to, like, it's take your entire security laws on base and off base, too. Right. So that's something to consider. So although you're switching that, okay, you can easily break your lease and you can move and da-da-da, they might be charging you with these extra cleaning fees or not, like, giving you security deposit back or charging extra pet fees and stuff like that. So um, that's something to consider. And then something that I didn't even think about is, like, rideshare delivery. You can't get that on base all the time. No. Like, you can't always get Ubers or Instacart or DoorDash and or, like, even Amazon drivers that, like, have their own rental trucks. Because, Shannon, I don't know if you were here when they were doing this, but Amazon just, like, has random contracted drivers that will show up in, like, an enterprise, like, moving van. No. It's it's wild because there's such a demand and they don't have, like, a big enough fleet so people like that yes. won't be able to get on base, and then like you have to go and meet them at the gate, and it just like yeah, that's it's a that's huge something problem. you have to keep in mind too. Is that like not everybody has base access. I won't lie, I have forgotten completely about these nice kind things because I've lived mm-hmm. overseas so long, and where we live right now is if we want to get a ride somewhere, we have to pay taxi prices now. Right? Can Which, taxis get on base here where we are? We have base approved ones. Oh, okay. And they'll actually say on the taxi itself saying capable of going on and off base. So that means mm-hmm. if you were out and about out in town and you've partaken in the adult beverages and you need to get right. a ride home because you should not drink and drive. If that's the case, you can see on the taxis themselves, they'll say on base and off base access. So that's always something to keep in mind. Um, okay. So the last thing is 
the close quarters. And that not only means step literally packed in like sardines is how somebody described her living situation. But also one of my friends that had three kids was on the seventh floor of like an apartment complex. And it was awful because you had like strollers and car seats and there wasn't an elevator. Like that's awful. And then somebody mentioned that they knew an E3 with six dependents, which sounds exhausting to me, but an E3 with six dependents that literally lived, like, right next to master sergeants because of how many depends they had. Like, that's the housing Mm -hmm. qualified for. Yes. And I believe that this post was written from the point of view more of the master sergeant. Probably. And that they didn't like living near each other. Because, one, having a neighbor that was, like, so much higher in rank than you was awkward. Yeah. Um, And, like, I think the Master Sergeant didn't appreciate living next to at least four children or five children. I think that's really common in the military communities that you have, you have like, your couples couples that don't have kids at all. Mm -hmm. And then you have your couples, on the other hand, that have your, I don't want to say your your average American amount, which I think is, like, two or maybe yeah it's like two kids and then i feel like sometimes in the other community you see people with like four or five kids all piling out mm-hmm. all piling out of a soccer mom van and i'm just like yeah. kudos to you if you have that many kids yeah i i think after one child that is a terrifying thought to me personally so no one maybe only like tattoos you can't just have one <laughs> no i guess not i mean i hope that my wanting of children keeps with just one and done because the one yeah. The thought of having to balance multiple children on me terrifies me. So, sorry, I digress about my child ter- children terrifying me rant. They're scary. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, okay, so, Shannon, we've talked about the pros. We've talked about the cons. What do you think is best? Um, This is a multi-sided answer. I apologize. It's not yes or no. I think it just depends on your situation. Where do you live? How many family members do you have? What does your income look like? Make those educated decisions before you get there. Figure that out. If not, ask around. If you notice that in housing, it's mostly higher, higher ups, which you'll see that, or you Mm -hmm. see it's a lot of mix. It's a mixed bag of everybody. See what your options are. See what's best for you and your family. So don't, don't just assume, oh, I should be on base because it's safer. Sometimes that's part of it, but there's also other times where you can find a very safe community that's beautiful off base. Like, Perry, where you live looks unbelievably gorgeous, and I cannot wait to the day I get to see your house and your beautiful little family you've built. So one thing I wanted to mention that bothers me and is the reason that for me personally it's best to live off base is I will see, because where I live, there's like one side of the river is base and the small little communities, and the other side of the river is the bigger city, which is where I work. So we're like halfway. But I'll see us all the time is on the spouses page. They'll go like, what's a fun activity for my kids two and three to do between the hours of this time and this time? I will not go onto the other side of the river. Or like, hey, I need a specialist doctor, but I will not go on the other side of the river. And it's like these people that live on base make their world so small. Yeah. That Which they will limit that themselves we to base things too. on base. Yeah. It's like what's on base or the immediate community and anything past that is scary and bad and they won't do it. And that's just not who I am as a person. Like I have FOMO. I have fear of missing out. So I'm like always going and trying new things and new experiences. And I feel like if you live and work and shop on base, like – that's great. You have a good community. And if that's what you want, that's what you value. I think that's great, especially when you're moving around. You kind of have that consistency a little bit. 
But if you want to adventure, I feel like it's hard to break out of that and, like, leave and try new things, so. I, I definitely do agree with your statement 100% with that, because I have seen, even at our last location, people would beg to be put on the main, like, on a yeah. main base, so that everything was a lot more way. convenient, but then would refuse to leave base, because everything was right there, and they're like, oh, well, I don't have to go off base now, and it's like... You are living in a foreign country. I know at times it's scary because of the language barrier, but please go out to the festivals. Go shop. Like I could tell you right, right now, I was super excited because I bought a watermelon yesterday. It was like bowling ball size for like mm-hmm. nine nine eighty, like nine hundred and eighty yen, which is like about like eight nine bucks. Yeah, and I can tell you right now, anyone who's listening from this location is probably like, what? Because that's a really cheap price. Generally speaking, <laughs> watermelon's an arm and a leg. Actually, most fruit's an arm and a leg where we are. But yeah. it's just one of those things. If I did not shop off base, I would have gotten that deal. I literally looked at watermelons that are quartered on base, and they were going for the same price I bought a whole one off base. Yeah, right. And so I know this is something like we've the, touched on. Yeah, I know in Germany, like, the produce was better and fresher off base and stuff like that. It was. So. You wouldn't get stuff that's, like, half-molded. Or stuff that's right. going to go out in the next week or two. <laughs> Listen, so. I'm sure we could have a whole episode of commissary horror stories as well. Oh, but actually, we yeah. Will... Anyone got those stories? Send them in. I actually could probably send them pull in. a lot. <laughs> um, but speaking of sending in your stories, we actually did have some submissions when we asked two weeks ago for work horror stories, and I we're really excited. Um, so. Kind of in the place of NMRs today, we're just going to, I guess, continue our last NMR from our last episode, and we're going to read one of our listeners' submissions. Uh, We're going to leave it anonymous, just for fun. So, this was funny. Shannon, do you want to read it, or do you want me to read it? That's all you, girl. That's all me? Okay. I I think you could do it more justice than I will. All right, I'll, I'll try. And this person is from New England, too, which I think was great. I worked at an ice cream shop all through high school and through two college degrees, eventually becoming the daytime manager. Well, early in my first year, some man came up to me. He looked to be about 138 by the looks of him, and he comes up to the window. I stooped down to hear him, and he goes, I need a fuck. My brain malfunctioned. What? A what? He scowled and starts glaring. A fuck! What I'm picturing him saying, he's clearly about 70 years past his prime to do so, so I'm going, I'm sorry, sir. Oh, what? (laughs) At this point, he is nearly turning purple and rolls his eyes. You know, a fuck, like a knife and a fuck. It clicked. Oh, here you go. As I passed him a fork. (laughs) Much better than getting propositioned from a tortoise. Welcome to New England. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm just saying when that story came in, I read it and almost fell out of my chair at work. I won't lie. I love my favorite part was he looked to be about 138. <laughs> yeah. So anyone else who has epic stories like that, it could be something as stupid as that. Like something yes. funny, stupid. Just send it in. Just We'd love to in. talk about these. Definitely send in your stories or send in your thoughts. Send in your neighbor's horror stories. Send in your work horror stories. Send in your Anything. commissary horror stories. You could send us a nice story if you want to, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we love feedback. I guess um, don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcast. Yes. Follow us on Instagram. Yes, please. We post cute pictures of our pets sometimes, so it's kind of worth it just for that alone. Um, so, yeah. So thank you all so much for listening, and we will talk to you all in two weeks. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to contact us, you can go ahead and reach out at PSWeHaveOrdersPodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to follow us on social media, we're on Instagram at PSWeHaveOrdersPodcast. Please go ahead, leave a comment, send us a message, anything you want to tell us. We're here to listen to you guys. Um, If you have any ideas for an episode, just let us know. So again, thank you for listening. Don't forget to review, rate, and subscribe. Thanks.